0: Good morning and welcome to our service for this Sunday, the 8th of November, which is Remembrance Sunday. We are here to worship Almighty God, whose purposes are good, whose power sustains the world he has made, who loves us though we have failed in his service, who gave Jesus Christ for the life of the world, who by his Holy Spirit leads us in his way. Almighty and eternal God, from whose love we cannot be parted either by death or life, hear our prayers and thanksgivings for all whom we remember this day. Fulfill in them the purpose of your love, and bring us all with them to your eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We remember before God and commend his safekeeping those who have died for their country in war, all whom we knew and whose memory we cherish, and all who have lived and died in the service of mankind. And among those from this benefice who we remember are Frederick Barnes, Augustus Boulderstone, Frank Futter, Edward Futter Walter Futter William Futter William Johnson William Mason Edward Ward Peter Balderstone John Hibbard Jack Ives Charles Acock, Harry Armiger Richard Barnes Henry Barrett William Barrett Sydney Belding Frederick Crow Frederick Diggins Walter Doughty Frederick Dawson Thomas Francis Cubitt Francis Arthur Ghent George Hewitt John Hall Arthur Hendry Bertie Hendry Charles Harvey Sydney Howell Raymond Margetts William Moorhouse Arthur Pike John Parsons Arnold Roy Ernest Rudd Robert Raven John Raven William Ricks Reginald Rumbles Frederick Rumbles Cyril Scoley, Richard Seaman, Arthur Savage, Stanley Softly, William Woodhouse, George Barwick, Albert Batterby, Robert Bottomley, Victor Francis Robert Hancock John Rout Robert Scholes James Sharp Cyril Snell Victor Stimson Sydney Armiger, Anthony Atkins, Harry Bloomfield, Cuthbert Bowen, Thomas Groom, Walter Haynes, Albert Harvey, Herbert Hubbard, John Luce, George Marsh, John Morehouse, Frederick Painter, Herbert Painter, Frederick Reed, Albert Richardson, James Richardson, Arthur Richardson. Walter Seaman Frederick Seaman Donald Taylor William Taylor Ned Thompson Basil Webb Edwin Wright Terence Brabazon Herbert Atkins, Edward Axon, Anthony Barnes, Austin Barnes, Anthony Brown, Edward Harper, Sydney Hattersley, Henry Head, William Phillips, Christopher Smith, Frederick Smith, Edward Atkins, Cecil Hill Thank you.
1: Our first reading is taken from the book of Micah, chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. In the days to come, the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of mountains, and shall be raised up above the hills. Peoples shall stream to it, and many nations shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. To the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between many peoples and shall arbitrate between strong nations far away. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning-hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. But they shall all sit under their own vines and under their own fig trees, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. For all the peoples walk, each in the name of its God, But we will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. On that day, says the Lord, I will assemble the lame and gather those who have been driven away and those whom I have afflicted. The lame will make the remnant and those who are cast off. I will make a strong nation and the Lord will reign over them in Mount Zion now and forevermore. Our second reading is taken from John, chapter 15, verses 9 to 17. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing.
0: May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, welcome, firstly, everybody, to this service, this podcast service, for Remembrance Sunday. Before 1914, there had been no world wars at all. Between 1815 and 1914, moreover, no major power fought another one outside of its immediate region. There were, of course, aggressive expeditions of imperial powers against weaker opponents, especially in Africa and India and Asia. But all this changed in the last century. During the two world wars, Canadians fought in France, Americans all over Europe, Indians in the Middle East, the Chinese also in France, and the naval battles were everywhere one eminent historian has called the period 1914 to 1945 the age of total war but it was not simply a war of combatants many millions were engaged and affected civilians doctors nurses cooks ambulance drivers the young the old everyone Have you forgotten yet? For the world's events have rumbled on since those gagged days, like traffic checked while at the crossing of city ways, and the haunted gap in your mind has filled with thoughts that flow like clouds in the lit heaven of life, and you're a man reprieved to go, taking your peaceful share of time with joy to spare. Those lines are a start of a poem by Siegfried Sassoon called The Aftermath. And just those two phrases, have you forgotten yet? And for events have rumbled on, tell us why we're here. We're here to remember, to give thanks for those who make it possible for us to take our peaceful share of time. And it seems today that there is again a world war. Against this time an unseen virus and once more many millions are engaged. Doctors, nurses, cooks, ambulance drivers, the young, the old and again there are those of great courage who take risk for others. There was among all the news coverage a week ago a lady in an hospital recovering from a stay in intensive care who summed it up. She said that the doctors and nurses had treated her without cease, for days, working to save her life. She was still ill, still hoping to be well again, and as she told her story, she broke into tears of admiration, thanks and amazement. So as we wear our poppies this morning, As we lay our wreaths, remembering those who gave so much for so long, for so many, let us also acknowledge those who continue to do this today, in different ways and in different times, but who do so for the same reason, that we may take our peaceful share of time with joy to spare. Amen. Ever-living God, we remember those whom you have gathered from the storm of war into the peace of your presence. May that same peace calm our fears, bring justice to all peoples, and establish harmony among the nations. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pledge ourselves anew to the service of God and our fellow men, that we may help, encourage and comfort others And support those working for the relief of the needy and for the peace and welfare of the nations. Lord God, our Father, we pledge ourselves to serve thee and all mankind in the cause of peace, for the relief of want and suffering, and for the praise of thy name. Guide us by thy Spirit. Give us wisdom. Give us courage. Give us hope and keep us faithful now and always. Amen. We now come to our blessing. May God grant the living grace and to the departed rest, to the Church, the Queen, the Commonwealth and all people, unity, peace, concord, and to us and all God's servants, life everlasting. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen.